0: Think again with Borderlands Cooperative.
1: Join us for critical conversations about things that matter.
0: Every Friday at 10am on 3CR Community Radio, 855am on your dial.
1: And on 3CR Digital and streaming live at 3cr.org.au.
0: So together, Let's think again about important matters affecting us, like economics,
1: politics,
0: education, health, climate,
1: and what we can do about it all. Welcome to Think Again, a program presented to you by Borderlands Cooperative, an organization working for social change for over 25 years. I'm Jacques Boulet.
0: And I'm Jennifer Burrell.
1: Today we're looking at the RoboDebt fiasco as the Royal Commission has finally released its findings. As most people would meanwhile know, Robonet is the latest instalment of Australia's long-lasting campaign to stigmatise people receiving Centrelink's payments, calling them doll bludgers, for example.
0: Mm. And making out that they're bad people by default, just, just for the fact of needing social support payments or just receiving them. And this has been going on for a long time, paving the way for the robodebt assaults, all the robodebt assaults on innocent people.
1: Not to mention how hard access to centelic payments has been made anyway, yeah. often making access to such payments tedious, burdensome.
0: Yeah, if not punitive or even impossible
1: That's right. for some people. And just to recap, robodebt refers, refers to the illegal practice dreamt up by the previous government, sending unsubstantiated debt notices to people receiving Centrelink payments, people on the lowest incomes, often very vulnerable, putting the onus of proof on them to demonstrate that they didn't owe their debt. Mm. The debt notices proposed that people had been overpaid by Centrelink because of their declared incomes for certain fortnights were assumed to be the same, across fortnights for an entire yearly taxation period.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, The the income for certain fortnights was averaged across the year. Mm -hmm, That's right. And that assumption was held against a background where we know uncertain and uneven income is normal (laughs) because a lot of people on low incomes have fluctuating incomes.
1: Mm, That's right and we are living in a time of intermittent and uncertain casual work for many people Mm. with sporadic income being the norm. In any case you can't assume the earnings for all fortnights were the same or average them across all the fortnights in the year. Yet debt claims were based on this assumption. Hence, in the RoboDebt scheme, their Centrelink payments were treated as fraudulent and were being reclaimed by the welfare bureaucracy.
0: Yeah, in, in letters of demand on official government stationery and some pretty aggressive pursuit by debt collectors too. Mm-hmm. In some cases, as we know, leading to suicide. Yeah,
1: yeah. like many others, we called this a scam in some of our past programs. What else can you call it when debt notices are sent when it has not even been established that people actually have been overpaid or overdid? A government in power was sending phony debt notices to those with least power.
0: Yeah, it's it's, uh, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. It, It was a bluff on a grand scale, intimidating people into paying up anyway. Um, mm-hmm. this, and this was far from a victimless crime too As we know from all this really sad and tragic stories Presented to the Royal Commission
1: mm-hmm. So let's have a look at what the Royal Commission found mm-hmm. Firstly, there was no legal basis to the scheme And top politicians and public servants were aware of this And actively covered it up And they hid the truth For several years. Yeah,
0: about four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, an active cover-up by government, ministers and top bureaucrats. Yeah, for about four years. The RoboDebt Royal Commission also found that hundreds of thousands of innocent people were caught up in the net, leading to enormous suffering, often by people doing their best, their very best, in really difficult circumstances.
1: The name's of some of the perpetrators of that scheme are named by Rick Morton in the Saturday paper in a roll call of shame, including politicians and top bureaucrats who were evidently reading the political wind of their masters, mm-hmm. all seemingly pleased to help out the cut like expenditures and save taxpayers lots of money. Yeah,
0: and I like that phrase you used, Jacques. They were smelling, Mm. sorry, reading the political wind of their Mm, masters. That's right.
1: (laughs) Anyway, Rick Morton in the Saturday paper says, and I quote, those people, those people's names, Scott Morrison, Catherine Campbell, Alan Tudge, Stuart Robert, Christian Porter. But he said, go lightly. Go lightly.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, Annette
1: Mussolino, Mussolino, Serena Wilson, Jonathan Hudson, Mark Withnall, Paul McBride, Emma-Kate McGurk, and Karen Harfield, Jason McNamara, and Craig Storen. So there's a lot of them, Mm -hmm. all in the upper layers of that bureaucracy. These are the names, Morton continues, of the politicians and public servants who lied, dissembled, and participated in the active cover-up of a multi-billion dollar fraud carried out against more than 400,000 disadvantaged Australians, motivated by, and that's a direct quote of the, of the Royal Commission report, venality, incompetence and cowardice. Mm,
0: venality, incompetence and cowardice. And I think it's really worth pausing on the word venality uh, used by Commissioner Holmes in her scathing judgment um, so Wikipedia has as good a definition of venality as any, I think. It, it defines venality as a vice associated with being bribable or willing to sell one's services or power, especially when people are intended to act in a decent way instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so it's a great word, venality. And let's remember that it's our taxes that pay these venal people's wages and that they are meant to be not just act decently they're me- they're meant to be our servants and mm. represent us and our interests they're they're supposed to be there for us
1: mm. to continue with Rick Morton in his Morton in the Saturday paper piece I quote after almost a decade of deceit The RoboDead Royal Commission found all these people were complicit in one of the most shameful chapters of Australian government history. Four of them have been referred to the Australian Federal Police, the National Anti-Corruption Commission and Professional Conduct Bodies for Public Servants and Practicing Lawyers, end of quote. We don't know who these four are at this point. In any case, Commissioner Holmes said she was truly dismayed at the revelations of dishonesty and collusion that was used to prevent the illegal status of robo to become public.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jacques, I'd like to spruik the idea of moral behaviour, mm, yeah, right. because while there's a lot of focus on legality and how ministers and bureaucrats actively hid the illegality mm-hmm. of the robo-debt um, robo <laughs> scheme, Even if it was made legal, would it all have been okay to send phony debts and and letters of demand to people on low Centrelink payments? Mm -hmm. Would it have been okay anyway if they brought in the legislation to make it legal? Mm -hmm. I I mean, the scheme was wrong and and grossly immoral. It was a scam, as you said. Mm -hmm. And at some point, people have to ask how immoral and destructive they're willing to be to sustain their positions of power and privilege. Mm. At what point do you say, "I don't want this job," or "I'm going to t- speak out"?
1: That's right. And can we really put it down to a few bad apples mm. in what is essentially a good, a good, well, a good set of, of a good bag of apples. Well, yeah. What mm. is supposed to the, be a good, a, a good basket exactly. of, of apples? <laughs> exactly. What is going on? Who, who is going on to be held responsible? it does so often seem that those in positions of power get off a lot more lightly than those without
0: power. So, yeah, well, the asymmetry in power is so obvious, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh, For years, people with the least were harassed and punished, mostly for debts they didn't owe and mostly feeling quite powerless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now we see that those at the top knew... They were acting illegally, mm. even if they didn't care about That's the right. immorality. Exactly. They knew they were acting illegally. So what will the repercussions be for them? Will there be consequences? Mm. And, and they're the big questions, aren't they?
1: Yeah, and also have a listen to how, yet again, sections of our media were all too eager to perpetuate the myth of the dole bludger. Yeah. Josh, Josh Taylor. Reporter about this in The Guardian on the 7th of July, and I quote When Alan Tudge needed to promote what became known as Robodebt in December 2016, he found willing media outlets in the Australian newspaper, 2GB, and A Current Affair. And I quote some of those, uh, what, what uh, Taylor quotes Welfare Debt squat hunts for $4 billion the Australian newspaper dutifully reported at the time. The then Human Services Minister, Tudge, next went on 2GB, where the host, Chris Smith, said in the introduction, Are all these people with their hands in the taxpayer pocket in genuine need? At the end of the interview, Smith said, Keep at it. You're doing a great job. Mm. The next day, Tudge went on a current affair to talk up the new system. We will find you, we will track you down, and you will have to repay those debts, and you may end up in prison, he said. Mm. End of the quote. Mm. Revealingly, as told in Taylor's article, Rochelle Miller, tudge's uh, media advisor, developed a media strategy to introduce, and I continue that quote, a counter-narrative in more friendly media that was focused on cracking down on welfare cheats, a strategy included finding case studies of legitimate debts detected by the robo-debt system and placing stories about convicted welfare fraudsters. Mm. A media officer in the Department of Human Services noted in an email in January 2017 that News Corp isn't interested in the line being run by left-leaning media but is keen on the alternative view. And as such, the focus will be on working with news to achieve this. Mm. End of quote.
0: Yeah, which which is all a pretty damning reflection on our mainstream right-wing media. Exactly. As as read by within the government at Mm. the time.
1: That's right. To catch our breath, let's listen to a bit of music. Pillars of Society by Kev Carmody.
2: of society cruise down the road each day they got the economic wherewithal we can't afford to pay they got them numbered bank accounts the system assures they win they exploit the population we're on the outside looking in them pillars of society drivers like a tool for them that's Drive Mercedes, Benz, and Porsches, live Rolls Royce Gillette's lives. You can tell the affluent effluent from the status symbols that they drive. When you're on the doku, they'll tell you to your face. You're a bludger on their system, and a blight in the human race. Them pillars of society drive us like a tool, for them that's cool. they grace the social pages they always make the news at the church on Sunday the crowd in the front pews there's a hierarchy of dominance with a power at the top and if you think you found the magic key you find they change the law simple as a society drive us like a tool for them that's cool down the freeway on their dotted line i'd like to make decisions but they won't allow the time it says religion is the opium i see the media's the cocaine 24 hours of propaganda drugging my poor brain them pillars of society drive us like a tool for them that's cool Titles of status and dominance on their progeny and their class Sir, your honour, your grace, your highness were made to polish and lick their brass But you, my friend, can be like them if you have their million-dollar fee But you find a system designed to keep us in line And walk in on our knees, them pillars of society Drive us like a tool, for them that's cool.
1: You're listening to Think Again on 3CR Radio, 855 AM on your dial and streaming live at 3cr.org.au. Today we're talking about RoboDebt, the government's immoral and illegal scheme to reclaim supposed debts from Centrelink recipients. As most would know, meanwhile, the RoboDebt Royal Commission has just released its findings and they are pretty scathing
0: yeah, and and the commissioner really forefronts how the scheme was driven by a right-wing anti-welfare ideology.
1: Exactly, and that has been around for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Mr. Morrison's own words before the commission, quoted by Michael Pascoe in the Daily, in the New Daily of the eighth of July, and I quote, that's Morrison's voice. Of course, social welfare system. The social security system is paid for by taxpayers and the system needs to be fair to those who receive benefits as well as those who pay for them, the taxpayers. And what was a very strong view of our government and the principle of mutual obligation which was established in particular by Prime Minister Howard. So there you have it. Yeah, from
0: Morrison's own mouth at the time. Mm-hmm. setting Clearly setting taxpayers against people on Centrelink payments, uh, setting one group in the population against another.
1: Exactly. How different are reactions to those who actually are really plundering Australian taxpayers by not even paying tax yeah. or by funding, finding all manner of ways of playing the system? Just look at the Banking Royal Commission a few years back. The report in 2019 outlined a litany of fraud and misconduct by banks and financial institutions. Most of the perpetrators seemed to get away with it with the exception of resignation by National Australian Bank Chair Ken Henry and CEO Andrew uh, Thorburn, where was the line of white-collar criminals going to jail, being prosecuted? There was no line. There was
0: no line, Mm. Yeah, And and we talked about this in one of our first programs, didn't we? Um, Mm -hmm. Mid-2019. Yes, we certainly
1: did. um, Mm.
0: Comparing the treatment of banks, and we compared the treatment of banks... Uh, with the treatment of unions, mm-hmm. with unions, mm. of course, representing workers right. who only have power when they act collectively. Anyway, mm. so um, and and our our description of that program is. The scams and frauds of the banking industry exposed by the Royal Commission, that's the Banking Royal Commission, have been enabled by loose or pretty much self-regulation. Meanwhile, the federal government wants to tighten the screws on unions. The differential treatment of banks and unions is pretty stark, with successive governments clearly aligning themselves with the interests of those holding wealth.
1: And power. That's right. And look at the fortunes of past politicians who have been linked to unethical and corrupt behaviour. Even those four who seem to have their necks deepest into the Robodebt disaster were all granted Commonwealth funding for their legal costs to appear before the Brisbane-based Royal Commission. Angus Thompson reported in the Sydney Morning Morning Herald on the 6th of July, and I quote, The approval applies to meet the cost of legal representation in relation to the Royal Commission and other costs related to the proceedings. The the Attorney-General Department uh, said regarding Morrison's legal funding, all former ministers who gave evidence to the Royal Commission into the robot debt scheme received approval for legal assistance in similar terms.
0: Which we're paying for. That's
1: right. We're just waiting now to see how the class action started by several victims of the RoboDebt scandal will play out. But I am really not holding my breath for that.
0: Yeah. So i um, just looking back to a couple of our other programs, Jack. So mm-hmm. late in 2019, that was in October and November 2019, we looked at the sociopathic behaviour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sociopathic behaviour of those in power in our capitalist political economy. A- and we discussed why are we promoting people who act like in this way to positions of power? Mm-hmm. Um, how, how, are, mm. how are they ending up in charge of us people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How is the system favouring people who behave sociopathically?
1: That's right. The sociopathic behaviour has certainly been demonstrated yet again in the Robodebt Royal Commission. The harrowing stories of those suffering from robot death stand in stark contrast to the sociopathic lack of empathy by government ministers and bureaucratic uh, bureaucrat perpetrators. Because that's what we should be calling them
0: perpetrators. Yeah, mm-hmm. and with their their callousness and lack of humanity, or or as Tony Wright in the age calls it their lack of soul yeah like you you listen to these stories say who are these people
1: that's right as we've asked before why is our system giving platform and power to people acting in this way we assume that hierarchical top-down command and control ways of organizing are the best or only way even but this is just what we're being told
0: yeah, and what we see. That's right. Um, with, of course, often some sort of tokenistic consultation slotted in along mm, the way. That's
1: right. And to be honest, the present government's approach to military matters, for example, is not that much different. I mean, informing and including us in their decision making about the militarization of Australia and the Pacific. We never are asked really whether we agree to AUKUS.
0: Or well, not including us. That's right. like Surprise announcements.
1: Exactly.
0: So, I guess, whatever ha- what, what about cooperative and um, genuinely democratic approaches that we could take? We need to look at them. Mm-hmm. Even at an organisational le- level, whatever happened to the idea of re- learning organisations? Remember when that was mm-hmm. in fashion? Oh, learning yeah. organisations mm-hmm. with flat structures that acknowledge the wisdom and knowledge of everyone in the organization rather than reducing all supposed wisdom and knowledge and power to the pinpoint of the person at the top of the power pyramid. Mm-hmm. Um, and and a multitude of successful civilizations throughout history have not relied on oppression and bullying from the top. Yes and but, yeah mm. we've talked we've talked about some mm-hmm. examples of this before mm-hmm. um, Documented in the book, mm. The Dawn of Everything has some good examples right. of that by David Graeber and David Wengro. Mm-hmm. So, so, this isn't the only system yeah. we yeah. could have.
1: Indeed, what I also showed was that we can also learn from indigenous, indigenous ways of living and understanding, not just for environmental sustainability, but for social sustainability as well, for human flourishing. And the vitality of the natural world.
0: Yeah, which is especially relevant at this time when we're finally ready to include First Nations people in the constitutional document mm-hmm. describing what we're on about as a yeah. nation. Yeah. Perhaps
1: ready to find our way in our soul, as Tony Wright in The Age, uh, who, Tony Wright by the way, who so often sounds as the ethical voice of what once was considered truthful journalism. And he titled his article in The Saturday Age, I referred to before already, on the 8th of July, as follows. Search for a soul found nothing there. Mm. And he concluded it. And I quote again. Morrison might have been powerful once, the feared welfare cop on the beat. Holmes's report, we might reflect, has all but reversed his standing, swapping his status with those who were once hounded by the robo scheme, he seems reduced to little more than a costly, inconvenience. Mm, costly
0: inconvenience.
1: And so many of those costly inconveniences are still in power.
0: Yeah, and as I pointed out before, paid for by us, the taxpayers.
1: Yeah, and whilst we are discovered and punished a bit for their while well, they are discovered or punished a little bit for their unethical or illegal practices and thieveries, they continue to enjoy their ill-gotten riches. Ministers, after being well-paid parliamentarians, become well-paid consultants or lobbyists, or they sit on boards of corporation, or commissions or industry bodies, or even independent authorities established by the governments they just left. Nicely cushioning the already generous feathered feathered nests (laughs) created by their superannuation and other perks they enjoy as former parliamentarians. Yeah,
0: because they're pillars of society. That's right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we just heard that all the former ministers involved in the scandal, Robodebt scandal, either declared to not having known or to not having done it, or they accused the Royal Commissioner of not understanding how governments work, as Morrison said. And we have that other former cop, now Federal Opposition Leader Peter Dutton, suggesting that it was all just Labour Party politicking before the by-election to replace one of the culprits, ex-Minister Roberts, and that he had detected how the sitting government was gleeful, he said in its comments about the findings of the report, gleeful as it could therewith attack the opposition. Mm. So, in a presumed two-party system, whatever one party does or says, whatever the fundamental ethical, political, social-ecological importance of what it says or does, it can just be reduced to its relevance for the win-lose politicking battles in the theatre of Parliament and in the echo chambers of the media. Mm,
0: So no wonder people have become disenchanted with major parties, uh, if not with the political system as a whole.
1: Mm, That's right. And the main public servant culprit in this story, Catherine Campbell, has now been moved from her job at the Department of Foreign Affairs to a special position in the Defence Department for a yearly $900,000 salary. And that is being funded, as uh, David Chudleigh, the Green Senator, says, from the enormous buckets of money the government has provided for AUKUS. Indeed, searching for a soul and finding nothing there, mm. as Tony Smith, as yeah. Tony Wright said, except too many costly inconveniences.
0: Yeah, and. We are coming to the end of the program, Jacques, but mm-hmm. we'll definitely pick this theme up again in future programs, especially as it seems to have just as suddenly as it appeared in the mainstream right. media, that's it suddenly dropped from the media. Right. But we will keep up the scrutiny of what happens with this.
1: We certainly will. Portlands will be running a series of talks about the alternative economy, St- the first one happening on the 7th of September in Footscray and all following first Thursdays in a month. There will be more uh, information coming in our next programme and via our website on www.borderlands.org.au. Thanks for listening to Think Again on 3CR Community Radio and supporting our programme. If you want to send us a message, you can email Borderlands, borders at borderlands.org.au. Our past programmes are available by podcast on your favourite platform and via the 3CR website at 3CR.org.
0: Meanwhile, please enjoy Milkumana by Milkumana